you need wisdom to govern the operation of every part of your life. You can't do it without wisdom. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We are delighted to have you join us today, those of you who are joining us by television, or those of you joining us at airjesus.com. It's a wonderful day, a great day, and we are just blessed that you tuned in to today's message. And, and just before we look into the message, I would like to read a little humor. Someone emailed me this week, and it's actually a series of humorous things that are entitled, and that's how the fight started. And so I like to read, um, some of them are inappropriate, so I have to skip those, but <laughs> you can see me after service if you'd like to hear those, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll read a few of them. One year, a husband decided to buy his mother-in-law a cemetery plot as a Christmas gift. The next year, he didn't buy her a gift, and when she asked him why, he replied, well, you still haven't used the gift I gave you last year. <laughs> and that's how the fight started. <laughs> My wife walked into the den and asked, what's on the TV? I replied, dust. And that's how the fight started. <laughs> A woman is standing nude looking in the bedroom mirror. She is not happy with what she sees and says to her husband, I feel horrible. I look old, fat, and ugly. I really need you to pay me a compliment. The husband replies, your eyesight's near perfect. <laughs> That's how the fight started. <laughs> My wife was hinting about what she wanted for our upcoming anniversary. She said, I want something shiny that goes from zero to 200 in about three seconds. I bought her a scale, and that's how the fight started. I asked my wife, where do you want to go for our anniversary? It warmed my heart to see her face melt in sweet appreciation. Somewhere I haven't been in a long time, she said. So I suggested, how about the kitchen? <laughs> That's how the fight started. Now I have to skip, skip some of these that are inappropriate here. <laughs> and this is the last one. I took my wife to a restaurant the waiter, for some reason, took my order first. I'll have the strip steak, medium rare, please. He said, aren't you worried about the mad cow? He said, nah, she can order for herself. 
<laughs> we'll read verses 13 through 18. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 through 18. And it reads, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. And happy is everyone that retaineth her. And also flip over to Proverbs 4, the next chapter. You'll see something similar. Proverbs 4, just exalting this wisdom, wisdom of God. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5. We'll read verses 5 through 13. Notice it says, get wisdom. Get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. And the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her. For she is thy life. That sounds like something good to have, doesn't it? Wisdom. Wisdom for living. Wisdom for living. And today I just want to lay a foundation, uh, share briefly some foundational things, and we'll continue in the next part. But we see here that, that God, especially in the book of Proverbs, he highlights wisdom. And some have said that Proverbs, since it has 31 chapters, that's intended for us to read one chapter a day of the month. And each day we will gain wisdom because Proverbs is probably the most practical wisdom, bits of wisdom in the Bible. And so if we can just read one chapter of Proverbs a day. For 31 days, you're, you're increasing, you're gaining in wisdom each and every day. And it's very practical. Proverbs is very practical. I, I love it because, you know, it doesn't get 
super spiritual where you can't understand it, where you need, you know, a lot of interpretation. It is, it is very straightforward. It is straightforward. And so I love the practical application of, of Proverbs. I mean, it gives you some very simple, plain warning. It, it'll tell you things like, don't you co-sign for them. Don't, you know, Proverbs tell you that. Don't co-sign for them unless you're prepared to pay that bill. That's in Proverbs. It tells you things like that. <laughs> Proverbs is good. You know, it's, it, it's extremely good. So, you know, just practical, practical wisdom if we get in Proverbs. And so we're talking about wisdom, wisdom for living. And so Proverbs highlights how precious wisdom is and what great value wisdom is in our lives. And, you know, the, the special thing about wisdom, wisdom is one thing that is intended by God to touch every area of our life. You need wisdom in every area. Wisdom is not isolated to just one. I mean, for instance, you need wisdom in your finances. You need wisdom to know how to rear your kids. You need wisdom to know how to get along in marriage. You need wisdom to know how to take care of your body. You need wisdom to know how to deal with people. You need wisdom to know how to deal in business and deal in business matters. You need wisdom when you're dealing with contractual matters. You need wisdom. And so wisdom, I begin to see, it is one area, and I I see why the Bible keeps saying it's the principal thing. Wisdom, you need wisdom to govern every area of life. You need wisdom to govern the operation of every part of your life. You can't do it without wisdom. And wisdom, this is not talking merely about earthly wisdom. It is it's tapping into godly wisdom because the Bible teaches that God's wisdom is different than just earthly wisdom. And so we have the benefit of godly wisdom that God grants us and that God gives to us so that we can operate successfully in this life and operate. I love Joshua chapter one, verse eight. You know, it says it talks about if you, you know, don't let these words depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. One translation says, then you'll be able to deal wisely in the affairs of life. You'll be able to deal wisely. So wisdom is intended to touch every area of our lives because you need wisdom to deal with every area of life. And so I believe that's why God highlights it so much in his word to us. He has reserved wisdom for us. He's laid up wisdom for us. Proverbs chapter two, verse six and seven. Notice what it says. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. So notice that God's giving out wisdom. He's giving it out 
I like James. The book of James says, you know, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives liberally. God's not holding back. Turn your neighbors and God's not holding back the wisdom. He's not holding back the wisdom. And so often we fail to tap into the wisdom that God offers us, the wisdom that's available to us. And so we have wisdom. We get wisdom from his word because the Bible says out of his mouth. So uh, God's word is God's wisdom. This is God's wisdom. This is a guidebook for life. This is the textbook for life. This is a manual for life. This is the wisdom of God. This teaches you how to deal with your neighbor. This teaches you how to deal with your wife. This teaches you how to deal with your kids. This is the wisdom of God. And on top of that, here's a bonus. God speaks to us um, with a living word in terms of um, a, a rhema word, a fresh word directly in our hearts, right in our spirit, right in our mind. And so he gives us wisdom, even covering particular things that the Bible may not cover specifically. And that's where God fills in the blanks by his spirit. And so his spirit now grants us wisdom when we're faced with the challenges of everyday life. And so the wisdom of God is there to whisper in our ear to let us know what to do, how to do it, how to proceed. And so the wisdom of God is readily available. So often we just, we miss it. So often we don't pay attention to it. And that's why you have to be so careful to heed your first, a lot of people, the old people call it your first mind. Your first mind. That's normally, that's the wisdom of God. Your first instinct. Your, your, the first thing that hits you in your gut. That is normally God. I have traced this back through my life. And without fail, if I had just done the first thing that I felt I should have done, it would have, you know, it would have saved me a lot of trouble and heartache. I mean, there have been times I've said yes to some things where in my gut I would say, no, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> and I didn't listen. And some of you all, I'm sure, have, have done the same thing. But that's normal. You have to be careful because that's normally the wisdom of God right there. Trying to warn, trying to lead, trying to guide us. And so... Out of his mouth comes wisdom. So wisdom is, is everywhere. The Bible uses the imagery that wisdom is out in the streets. It's crying out. It's trying to flag you down. It's trying to get your attention. It's trying to say, hey, listen to me. I got something to say. And so wisdom depicts us being so busy in life that we don't take time. To hear what the wisdom of God would like to say to us. And so wisdom said, I'm at the airport and people are just traveling so fast. He said, I'm trying to flag people down and I'm trying to get their attention. He said, I'm at the chief concourse. I'm at the opening of the gates. I'm, I'm out in the street. Wisdom is hollering out. Everybody's just going. Nobody's listening to wisdom. Nobody's listening to the wisdom of God. And so God's all the time. He's trying to share godly Wisdom, And if we would take the time, a lot of times we go without the wisdom of God because we simply don't take the time to be still long enough to hear him. To be quiet long enough to hear the wisdom of God. You'd be surprised if you just get quiet and take time to think. Get alone, take time to think. 
Shut everything else out. Just take time to be quiet before the Lord. I'm not even so much talking about praying as I am talking about silence and stillness and just being quiet before the Lord, giving yourself just time to think quietly. You'd be surprised how the wisdom of God will rise up in your heart. God will share some things and give you insights into some things in your life when we take time to hear wisdom and to follow wisdom. So the Bible says get wisdom. The Bible says ask for wisdom. Seek after wisdom. He said when you get a hold of it, don't let her go. Wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will give you a long life. Wisdom will give you a long life. Now for a long time, I never quite understood that. And I used to think that that was just spiritual. I was just thinking that, you know, if you honor God, God will give you a long life. But then the older I have become and as I have grown and I begin to realize that's the wisdom of God actually teaching you practical things. And if you do these practical things, it extends your life. It's scientifically proven that if you rest your body, if you give your body proper fuel, and if you alleviate stress, if you eat certain foods, and if you exercise, and if you do the things that are necessary, your life will be extended. Your life will be extended. And so that's wisdom. The Bible says, wisdom says, I'll give you a long life if you listen to me. And so I used to spiritualize that, but now, you know, the older I'm getting, I'm more practical about that. And so wisdom is trying to tell you, you need to get up and exercise. I'll extend your life. If you listen to me, you've heard Pastor Nathaniel say that God told him that if he exercises six times a week, he'll never be sick. It's the wisdom of God. So wisdom will teach you very practically. And if you'll do the things, he said, your life, you know, you'll have many days. Your life will be extended. You listen to wisdom. So wisdom will teach you to, you need to get some rest. You need to alleviate some stress. You need to clean up your diet. You need to, and so that's the wisdom of God. That's the wisdom of God. And it, it will extend our lives. It said wisdom, it said it'll make you rich. It says, you know, in his right hand there's riches and honor and all these types. Well, that's the wisdom of God. Once again, practically speaking, if you follow the wisdom of God, God will show you exactly how to save. He'll show you exactly how to invest. He'll show you exactly how to have a plan. And so God is saying, if you follow wisdom, wisdom is not some far off just for spiritual eternal things. Wisdom will benefit us right here in our everyday lives if we'll listen to godly wisdom. Now, wisdom comes in a lot of forms, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that a little later. He reveals his wisdom to us in in many forms to, to help us to live out life by the wisdom of God. But here's a definition. Here's a definition of wisdom that just sort of came to me. I didn't really look this up in the dictionary. I didn't look in the encyclopedia or anything or or check my Bible commentaries and all of that. This is just this is just came to me. Wisdom is knowing what to do for best results and doing it. Wisdom is knowing what to do for best results 
and doing it. Say it with me. Wisdom is knowing what to do for best results and doing it. And doing it. Now notice, notice I didn't just stop and say wisdom is knowing what to do for best results. Because a lot of people know what to do. The problem is they won't do it. <laughs> they won't do it. They will not do it. I recall, and I've told this several times, but back when I was in college, and this, this just made a lasting impact on me, my freshman year in college, and I was taking uh, biology, biology 101, and this brilliant doctor, the professor, he stood up in front of the class and he, he took a pack of cigarettes out of his shirt pocket and took one out and he held it up. And he said, these are cancer sticks. He said, these things will kill you. And then he lit one up and began to smoke. <laughs> he was a brilliant man. Brilliant. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. He knew everything biologically speaking about the body, scientific. He was brilliant. He had the knowledge. But he wasn't willing to act on that. And I hate to say this. He died at a very young age. I, I believe he was, probably, he was probably 60, if that, when he died. Brilliant man. But he smoked himself to death. Because he didn't act on the knowledge that he had for best results. And so that's why I use that as that definition. Wisdom is knowing what to do for best results and doing it. And doing, turn to your neighbor and say, and doing it. <laughs> How many of you all know you should exercise regularly? You know that. Now here's the next question. How many of you all are doing <laughs> So wisdom is knowing what to do for best results and doing it. Wisdom is making right choices. Wisdom is making the right decisions. Wisdom is honoring God. Wisdom is honoring God. Proverbs 9.10 says... The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And so the very beginning thing where wisdom is concerned is to honor God. That's the beginning of wisdom. If you want wisdom in your life, if you want to live a wise life, if you want to live wisely in the affairs of life, wisdom begins by honoring God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of Wisdom, And that's why the Bible says the fool has said in his heart there is no God. He's a fool just by mere fact. He's not honoring and fearing and reverencing God. I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, Wisdom for Living, message number 7427. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. And we thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word.
This ends message number 7427 by C. Elijah Bronner. To send this message, Wisdom for Living. Number 7427, to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7427. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.